Hi, it's Ben Morrison from We Are Events. Today we're lucky enough as part of our number three podcast to be joined by Jessica Southworth, who's head of sales at Hotel Football. Today we're lucky enough to be joined by Jess or Jessica, dependent on how you want to be called, um, who is head of sales at Hotel Football. Um, So thank you so much for allowing us to uh, connect and to really grab you out of probably family mode um, and hopefully putting you back into work mode just for a small amount of time today. Oh, yes. Thank you. Just to give you a, a bit of structure that I think we're all craving at the moment. Um, yeah. the, the one thing I think a lot of people um, that I'm tending to talk to is that we're all based in such a fast and kind of uh, an industry where we can't have time to even think, let alone do anything else. And now we have all this time on our hands and we're like, actually, I don't know what I should be doing anymore. Um, yeah. So it's yeah. a slightly strange world that we currently live in, but um, hopefully it won't be for too long is what I'm hoping. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> um, so I think what one of the, the great things um, and one of the main reasons that why I wanted to do this podcast and get people like yourself in is that I think a lot of people know of hotel football um, and obviously about the background and who's involved. But I think most recently also in the press, it was very prominent, especially with yourselves and with stock about the support you're giving to the NHS. Yeah. Um, but I think on top of that, I also wanted to talk a little bit about you, if you didn't mind, because um, whether people know it or not, um, and I've done a bit of research, you're the Female Hospitality Network Charity Director, Manchester Hoteliers Association Sales Co-Chair, a Northern Committee Member for the Institute of the Traveller Management. So you, you're quite a, a well-influential um, kind of lady. Um, and I think that one thing's for sure is that especially in the sales kind of world uh, I think you're very highly regarded and I'm not just saying that but I think it, it it's an honor to really have you as part of this oh, um, no I think it's, it's but, an honor to be asked to be honest do you know um, what everything you've just said there I don't think my 13 year old would agree right now <laughs> <laughs> I think she's sick of me I think they all are um <laughs> not I don't don't take it personally um I think we're all um unfortunately looking at our alcohol selection far too early (laughs) during the day at the moment yeah I agree Uh, (laughs) um so I think to to kind of get get things kind of rolling and started my my main kind of starting platform would be kind of really to tell us how you kind of got into where you are and have you always been involved in events um is it that you kind of have fallen into the world of events or did you actually want to go down that path and kind of what your day-to-day role is at hotel football obviously more so previously and maybe what you're up to now as well yeah 100% so for me little bit of a a little bit of a mishmash so I never expected to work within events within hospitality within a hotel um probably wasn't on the agenda I think when I when I was younger I actually had I actually had my little girl when I was 16 so it kind of changed the direction of what I was doing I still I still kind of thought I needed to do college I needed to do uni etc but obviously the dynamic of it changed so 
Um, what I decided to do, I mean, this is the person who signed herself up for the army, although I can't run to say that. <laughs> I did, I tried all sorts, but anyway. So what, what I did do um, was I actually found, I actually found a, a, a pretty good course, to be honest, with Bolton Uni. So it allowed me to work full time um, and then do university part time. But the company that took me on um, to do that was Hilton. So then that's how, okay. that's how this evolved. So it was great. So I spent kind of four years um at Hilton at Manchester Airport and then gradually just kind of moved along I then I decided quite quickly that I didn't actually have to wait to finish the uni course I could move up like within the company itself they were very supportive of that um so by the time I'd finished kind of my my career if you like at, at that point with Hilton was at Hilton Liverpool back in I think it was 20 2016 I left um, okay. just before coming to hotel football so I'd done a variety of kind of operations roles event manager and then I ended up I was looking after the commercial team so I'd kind of done done my rounds a little bit and I was like hmm all the action seems to be in sales yeah um so I was like I realized I wasn't very good with numbers um as such and I thought right kind of this this seems to be where the interaction is I think this is what I want to do so at the time, I joined just before I came to Hotel Football. Briefly, I did kind of a small stint um, with an independent company. Okay. And I then found that I'd gone from very structured, very kind of structured within what Hilton was to completely the opposite. And I thought, OK, maybe I've taken this a bit too far. Um, then that's when I'd followed kind of the story of Hotel Football and what was happening there. And it seemed kind of the right fit because um, it wasn't, it wasn't overly structured in terms of corporate, but it certainly wasn't the extreme that I'd gone to. Um, so that's how I ended up at Hotel Football. Okay. And, which, and how long have you been there now? So now, so just over four years. So not long after sense. it opened, to be honest. We've been open yeah. five years. Um, we, we were open five years just a couple of weeks back. So, yeah, so not, not too long after. I mean, with that, that then completely changed it was it was changed everything I was used to because I'd gone from yeah. being with a massive worldwide chain to an independent property. But do you know what? I loved it, and it's the best thing I did. Amazing, and I, I mean the, the I suppose that the thing about hotel football that I think that, that there's probably a lot of people who think, oh, is it like a really big football hotel for the people who don't know, and is it very masculine and uh, without sounding kind of chauvinistic? Yeah, and it's completely not that in my opinion i mean you've got so many diverse like different spaces from the old trafford supporters club to kind of the 92 suite the stadium suite the players lounge my favorite one which is heaven at the top the five aside football pitch yeah uh, with the retractable roof and i think the bonus you've got is that the guys who, who have built it and really i suppose put so much love and attention into it is that it's so diverse and that it offers so many different options for any style of any event and I think that's one massive bonus that you guys have yeah 100% with you on that I think I think that's the thing I like the most whenever I visit anyone before I've got any sort of relationship with them the initial thought is oh it's football and it's like well yeah. let me just tell you let me yeah. let me take you around and we we have so many people now that will use us for whether it's whether it's business, but then you'll find that they'll use us then for personal reasons. It might be that they have the birthday party with us as well. or So it's nice because you can have that bit of a 360, um, which I think is what I enjoy. I enjoy that a lot. 
Um, it yeah. might be they've used us for the same meeting so many years, like years in and out, but they'll choose a different space. Like you said, your event in heaven is completely different to what you're going to do in the stadium suite. Yeah. Which is good. It's nice because it keeps everything fresh. Um, I mean, most recently, obviously, we had the stock exchange open in November. So again, that's another arm now because actually if, if hotel football is not quite right or if we've exhausted all options there, we've got something else now that actually do something else that bit different as well. I think it's amazing. I mean, we, we've done quite a number of events uh, with yourselves um, and we've used a variety of the different spaces yeah. and, and it, it's just been fantastic. I mean, I, I love United and everything about it. Um, so the fact that you can be in one of the suites and overlooking Old Trafford is amazing. Yeah. Um, that kind of is a big sales plus. It is. Um, it, maybe, it is maybe, maybe not so much to a City fan. But, um, oh, you'd be I surprised. Suppose. You'd be surprised, <laughs> I tell you. One of, my, one of my friends, actually, she came for a show round for an event that we were doing. It was funny because she's she never has ever set eyes on the stadium. And she still left hotel football without physically seeing the stadium because she did that show round backwards. Honestly, there you go. Honestly, it's great. It's uh, no, I think it's a, it's an amazing space, and so versatile is the key thing yeah. for anyone to realise that even if they think it's just football, it's far from that. Yeah, um, I know you've done things like weddings there. Uh, even like online I was having a look and you do like things like kids party packages as well yeah it literally can appeal to anyone of any age and you, you guys are able to cover it which I think is amazing I think, um, you know what it is and I think you mentioned kind of the owners and the attention that they've put into the building and that helps a lot and it makes a massive difference and before all this before all of this situation um, kind of happened with the, probably one of the last biggest events I did was in March and we did an event for International Women's Day. And again, it was a case of me having a bit of an idea to my GM and our group director a few months before thinking, you know, what, how great would it be to try and get 60, 70 women in one place in hotel football where everyone expects it to be so masculine. And it, and yeah. it was, it was a great, if I say it was a great event to, to end on, to end kind of that chapter, then I would, I would definitely agree with myself with that. It was fab to have yeah, kind of that many women in one room and see it differently. Oh, fab. fab. That sounds amazing. I know I saw quite a few images of it, both on your kind of thing um, and social media, and it did look great. So it's uh, something certainly to be proud of. Um, I think that, that what one obviously obvious question to ask you guys is, you, you uh, I know uh, one of the owners spoke um, and did, a, 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 I think it was like a press release about how you're supporting the NHS. Yeah. Um, which is such a massive, uh, uh, I mean, it, it, it's like something that, that I can't even put into words. Um, I, I personally am in a position where I can't thank the NHS enough um, because of family members. But the fact, you know, that, that you guys are, are open uh, and supporting them is just massive. Um, so I yeah. think on, on everyone's behalf, a massive thank you goes to you guys. But I think that, you know, if, if you want to talk through slightly how, how that's going, how, what basically, if you need any support, um, certainly we can then share that out as well. But um, how that's kind of come about and how it's being managed would, would be great to kind of be an insight into as well. 
Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, so with with obviously the situation that happened, um, we were get we got to the point where you you knew you knew that obviously business was very different everything was changing people were going into kind of this panic mode and we got to a particular point where it started to affect probably our internal team a bit because nobody knew quite what quite what what we were dealing with I think yeah yeah it was it kind of came out of nowhere didn't it yeah um so with the owners probably something something that I'm very grateful for is um one of our owners is actually based in Singapore so through kind of some of the intelligence that he had, our owners were already kind of planning behind the scenes, potentially, if this happened, what would we do? If this happened, what would we do? So yeah. when it got kind of got to a point where, a, you know, a, a bigger conversation needed to be had, our CEO, our group operations director, um, even Gary himself came in to speak to the staff and to explain, you know, this is what we're doing please like don't be concerned we're going to figure this out it'll be you know we're all in it together and I think at that point we'd got to a position where you were starting to hear that other colleagues in the city in other properties other friends that we've got in other locations um you were starting to hear horror stories and I think at that point for our owners to kind of come in and say you know we're kind of in it together it, it kind of put that little bit of anxiety in a box for everyone yeah. So, not, so although you know we were all still wondering kind of what is actually going on, but the fact that you knew they had your back in that initial moment, it it kind of worked wonders a little bit, just to reassure everybody. Following on from that, varying conversations that we we then had resulted in the the, the press release that we had uh, kind of probably in the the middle the middle of March, yeah. which obviously then showed that actually. We can't sustain the business as it is at this point, but the right thing to do would be allow the NHS teams in, in Manchester, in the vicinity, to be able to use it. And again, that just, it was another thing to say, you, you remember why you're with this company and you remember that they keep their values and you remember exactly why you're here. It must make you very proud to be a part of the company though, because uh, obviously I, I know that they're, like like every company, we're, we're all going through struggles uh, and question marks at the moment. Yeah. But just to know that you're a part of that. It, oh, gosh. It, it, it adds something. It's, I mean, it, do you know what? It's It makes it feel, it's a very it's a very peculiar situation, but that kind of one thing, it, it kind of gave everyone that bit of hope mm-hmm. um, to know that the team members are being put first. You know, all of my colleagues are either like myself where we've been followed but we've been followed with our pay as normal obviously mm-hmm. I'm doing a bit of volunteering in helping with donations some of my other colleagues are doing the same yeah. then there are some of my colleagues that are then on site and they're physically looking after these people every day and it's actually it, it, as bizarre as it sounds it's almost like everyone is closer together even even though we're all separate it's very, very, very peculiar. I know what you mean. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a weird scenario at the best of times. But I think what you find is that people rally together even greater. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you're a royalist at all, but I, I listened to the Queen's speech the other day. Yeah. And it, it, it does, it kind of makes you feel a bit proud to be British, like <laughs> that people do rally together. And we, we yeah. are known as a country that fights. And, um, and that I think when we do come out of this, Everyone yeah. is going to want to have 
that big party and celebrate and say, you know what? Like we, we did got it. through it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely with you on that. I find we, again, we've got close to 200 team members in total across hotel football and stock. And obviously some of these people live on their own. So straight away within the first few days of um, the hotel closing, we're like, right, how do we keep everyone en- engaged? How do we keep in contact? You know, are there, are, there, are there people on their own that we need to be concerned about? You know, some people like this initial time off, but for some it's not it's not good for the mental health either. So we've got kind of a small committee that I've put together a private Facebook page. So daily in there, you know, I'll whack 10 questions in. We do a quiz. We've got a running, a running kind of leaderboard at the moment. One of the guys will put in stuff about well-being. Ryan yesterday did a live on Instagram that was linked to the page and he did a bit of a workout with everybody. You know, you get messages daily off the owners, whether it's, you know, e- either one of them. I mean, even Tom Kerridge dropped one in the other day and tried to get us all cooking. <laughs> so again, you think, regardless of who who we all are we everyone taking the time out it actually makes that person who's potentially on their own somewhere they're not seeing colleagues anymore that the you know like you said we're used to it being fast-paced especially if you're in the bar or the restaurant i think people underestimate what goes into a hotel so yeah you were you're telling me like all about the internal stuff which i think is magnificent um and I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's clear to see that that what what I love to hear is how companies are actually pulling together and supporting the staff because it's them that obviously, when things do get back to normal, they're the ones who are going to be driving this business forward. And they'll remember when things were bad, who looked after them and who kept them going. Yeah. Because without them, obviously, things will try and get back to normal. And it's it's going to get to a point where things will return to normality or, or however we call normality. Um, and it's going to be those staff members that we're going to rely on. Yeah. Um, so I think it's magnificent. That. I'm with you with that. I think, the, I think for us, the key moment was we had the, we had the announcement on the Wednesday, but the government announcement didn't come till the Friday with what their package was going to be. So I think for us, that was key because actually we knew we knew just how committed our owners were to us yeah. without that, without the help of the government. So I think that was the key difference there. You know, we, they didn't have to wait. Obviously, we didn't know what it was going to look like, but they'd already yeah. declared the support to us um, prior to that, which I think was a key, a key thing. It's fantastic. And I, I, I think, you know, uh, as a business, uh, obviously, uh, I know, as we've discussed about the NHS support and taking them in both at stock and hotel football and also about like all the staff. But I mean, I suppose the question is, do you, do you think you're going to see a, a big change in the way that kind of the industry now has to adapt to this kind of going forward? Um, Cause from kind of me speaking to others, both sales managers and event organizers and other people within the industry, I know everyone is kind of on the same kind of page and, and thinking it'll be great to get back to normal but there's that slight worry and concern that do you think it's going to start off start off quite slowly because people are still going to have a concern about this whole social distancing yeah. and is it all gone and are we going to start doing more of like smaller events before doing bigger ones what, what's kind of your view yeah. on it and... I so in my head 
I feel that there's potential. There's the two extremes. There's the big party that you mentioned before. You know, people want to get back to normal. They want to have this celebration, like we're back. But actually, feasibly, a lot of businesses aren't going to be able to do that. So I do think, I mean, we've seen we've seen a rise in everyone using Zoom, you know, people using WhatsApp call, FaceTime. I think I've spoken to people virtually more than I would do in my normal working week. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. And I, so I do think businesses, whether it's the smaller companies, et cetera, I think they will definitely look to be more savvier. Um, it almost like a bit of a virtual takeover. I do think businesses will look for a smarter way of working, um, especially in this, especially in the initial stages, because they've they've got money to recoup. They've got, you know, they've got a loss to try and mitigate somewhere. So although... Yeah. I think in the beginning it will be more of the essential essential meetings that would take place. Um, depending on the size of company, I do think there will be some there that will want that celebration. But then the biggest thing for me is actually the whole dynamic of working has changed. So whereby you might have had companies and businesses that weren't comfortable with home working, they've been forced to do that. So yeah. actually speaking to, to a couple of people that work alongside our marketing and PR teams they've got colleagues that have gone from having an office to remote working and now are like well actually I'll get rid of my office for good yeah so it's it I think it will be I think the first few months will be very interesting key thing for us in the events industry is by the time we're probably on any kind of um path to recovery we're going to be entering our Christmas season so it's like for me what's that going to look like yeah you know, I think it's difficult because people do underestimate the, the hospitality and events industry as a whole. And I, I was doing a webinar with Eventbrite last week and they'd reported like 2018, our our industry was worth 42 billion and that's just events. It's bonkers. It's mad. And it's like, how long, how long is it going to take to get back to that level? I don't know. That That's, that's a, literally a question that's banging on my head at the moment it's it's just it's so funny you mentioned that statistic because when i think when it was all starting and they were like we're gonna go into isolation and all this and i think someone made an announcement and said something like the hospitality industry as a whole brought in something like 76 million or, or something like that it was a it was a ridiculous figure yeah. um and i was like i actually i never knew that it's so and underestimated it's it's like wow like that that is one heck of a figure and i think you know what people don't realize is that that term hospitality it's not just your hotels no it's kind of everything and you know we're we're only a small setup but we are events we're 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 a small company in terms of event management companies in manchester um but still we we do however many events a year and we're only one per percentage of that. And it's just, it's mind boggling to think, you know, at the moment, that whole, I suppose, industry has stopped. Yep. There's like nothing happening. Um, and I think it, it's now just thinking how things are going to get back to normal and when will it end? And it's funny that you mentioned that by the time probably things get back to normal, it's Christmas. And I, I don't know about your, your guys there, but we kind of send out our kind of male chimps and everything else beginning of the year for christmas yeah. january february and we're like 
we're now in April and normally you'll have kind of thought, right, we're kind of, we're through Christmas now, let's start planning for the next thing. Yeah, exactly. Keep calm. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because it's, it's not the right, you're in not limbo. right thing to do, is it? It's, it's very, no. and actually, will we be, will will we be all right by then? We don't, we don't yeah. really know. No one knows. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's an interesting one. The uncertainty, um, and it's, it is the sake that no one knows. No one knows where we're going. No one knows when we're going to come out of lockdown. Um, and I think, you know, we, we literally have to take it as it comes at the moment um, and just literally see what happens. Exactly. All I do know is it's going to be on a history paper somewhere in the future, right? A hundred percent. And we were all a part of it. Um, but no, honestly, um, thank you so so much for allowing me to speak to you today um uh, and really kind of picking at your brains i think what you guys are doing both there and at stock is magnificent um uh, and honestly uh, i look forward to kind of catching up with you hopefully over a drink um after all this is finished um, 100%. and here's to hopefully a better end to 2020 um but but i hope you have a good time with your family and that you certainly are safe and well uh, and we get to catch up very soon 100% same to you thank, thank you so you. much Jack. thanks Beth. I will speak to you soon and you thank you bye for now bye 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 thank you so much for listening and thank you also to Jess from Hotel Football for that amazing insight into what they're currently up to I hope you're really enjoying these podcasts and we have so many more to share with you. Tomorrow we'll be releasing one with a guy called Johnny Hawkin who owns a company called Johnny Cocktail. And we hope that you continue to subscribe and listen to our podcasts and more so keep enjoying them as much as we are. Thank you so much.